Hello and welcome to the Grit and Grace podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Bruton. I'm so glad you're here listening today. Hope this episode finds you well and blessed in the Lord. My mission for this podcast is to glorify God through the power of His truth. Together, we'll navigate the pages of Scripture and the stories of real people uncovering the grace that transforms lives and the grit that empowers us to face life's challenges. Get ready for an inspiring and uplifting experience as we embark on this journey together, seeking hope, wisdom, and a deeper connection with God. Welcome to where faith meets everyday life. In each episode, I invite guests to share their unique experiences covering a range of impactful topics such as mental health, addiction, and recovery, the Christian faith and lifestyle, trauma, grief, and overcoming obstacles and adversity. I believe that every story has the power to inspire, uplift, and connect us on a deeper level. Whether it's tales of triumph over adversity or navigating the complexities of life, Grit and Grace podcast aims to shine a light on the human spirit's strength and resilience and God's mighty power to save. Get ready for heart-to-heart conversations and Bible studies that delve into the raw and authentic narratives of individuals who have faced life's challenges with unwavering courage. Together, let's explore the depths of hope, finding common ground in our shared experiences. Welcome to Grit and Grace podcast, where every story is an opportunity for growth and connection. So I just want to take a few moments to let you all know how much I appreciate you sticking with me um, all this time. Uh, This is February of 2024, and uh, come next month, this podcast will be a whole year old. And I've done a variety of things, a variety of episodes from having various guests on the show um, and and interviewing them with powerful stories um, to encourage and uplift and to to Bible studies. I let you guys know that I love to study the Bible and I love to study and talk about God's word. Um, And so that's what we're going to do today is we're going to get into the word of God today. Um, It's just me today. (laughs) So I hope that's okay. And um, going forward with the podcast, for a little while, we maybe just be getting into some Bible studies and really get into the Word together. Um, and I hope that's all right. And I hope you stick by me. Um, so today, we are going to study. Um, we're going to get into a study of the book of Colossians, um, one of my favorite books of the Bible, which I think I'll probably say that about every one of them. <laughs> but Colossians is a great book um, written by Paul. Now, um, Paul wasn't at Coloss. He was in prison, but he had um, a student of his that um, had started that church there and came to him, visit him in prison. And um, and Paul uh, wrote this book in response to his visit. So let's just get into it. And you guys know how I just kind of like to go line by line and just pause when we need to make some comments or ask some questions here. So let's just start at the beginning of Colossians chapter one, verse one. And I'm reading as usual in the King James version. So this begins 
Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timotheus, our brother. Remember, Paul is an apostle of Jesus Christ, even though he wasn't at the time that Jesus was on this earth. Um, but Jesus did knock Saul off of his horse on his way to Damascus, said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then Jesus uh, himself taught Paul. Verse 2, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Coloss, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is coming to you as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit as it does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. The grace of God in truth. Let's look at John 15, 16 real quick and see what that says. The grace of God in truth. John 15, 16. Let's turn there. John 15, 16. What does he say there? Ah, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So that reference is there um, in reference to the fruit. Going back to Colossians 1, verse 7, as you also learned of um, Epaphras. Okay, now that what he's the guy that... Um, that was with Paul, helping Paul with this church here. Um, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the spirit. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness. I've got another reference here to Ephesians 3.16. I believe I know what that says. Let's go to Ephesians 3.16 real quick. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. All right. Um, back to Colossians. Chapter 1, verse 12. All right. So, giving thanks unto God the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So, let's back that up a little bit. He has made us meet or able or suitable um, to be, he has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance. So, we are able to partake of the inheritance of the saints in light. 
I have another reference here, Acts 26, 18. And this is a good one. This is what I was talking about a minute ago um, about when Paul met the Lord Jesus. Um, Acts 26, turn there with me. Let's go ahead and start with verse 14. Acts 26, 14. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue. That's interesting. I never noticed that. <laughs> that Jesus spoke to Paul in the Hebrew tongue. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes. This is the reference verse. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. That they might receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Let's go back to the verse in Colossians. 1 and 12, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Also, verse 13, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So that's basically what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, I'm sending you to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. So you see, we were under the power of Satan before we came to God. It's not that we were, we weren't independent, okay, on our own. Um we belonged, we were under the sway or power of the enemy. From the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins. And so not only do we receive forgiveness of sins, but we also receive inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. That is so good and so simplistic. Um, let's go back to Colossians again. Uh, let's see here. Chapter one. Um, let's back back up again. And I'm going to repeat myself. Verse 12, giving thanks unto the father, which has made us able, I'm going to say able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and light who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And I have another reference here, 1 Peter 2 and 9. 1 Peter 2 and 9 says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen, amen, amen. All right, back to Colossians. Speaking of Jesus, 1 and 15 says, He is the image of the invisible God. See, there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's what Paul said in the book of 
one of the book of Timothy's. <laughs> and so Jesus is the image of the invisible God. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, meaning he is invisible. So he appears in a burning bush. He appears, you know, uh, but he came and he clothed himself in flesh. All right. So Jesus became the image, the precise image of the invisible God. Um, the firstborn of every creature. Jesus, Jesus is the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. I'm in verse 16 of Colossians 1. Visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Woo! That's heavy stuff right there. That is heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. So, essentially what that is saying is Christ is all. Christ is all. You need no supplement. Christ is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Uh, let's see here. And a matter of fact, I think I'm going to read something to that effect here. Verse uh, 18, Colossians 1.18. And he is the head of the body, the church. So we're his body and he's the head. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence Ooh. for it pleased the father that in him should all fullness dwell verse 20 and having made peace through the blood of his cross see we got to remember we only have peace with god because of the blood that was shed all right um so Jesus's blood was shed for us to get the, for us to have forgiveness of sins. Um, let's see here. Um, okay. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, Yet now has he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. So we have to take confidence in this. Confidence in the fact that Christ is all in all, above all, through all, in all, in you all. Christ is everything. And if you're in Christ and Christ is in you, you have received forgiveness of sins through the shedding of his blood and you've been reconciled to God and you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness, out of the hands of Satan and into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of his dear son. Praise God. Praise God. And Christ presents you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Verse 23, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, we, we guys, we've got to be grounded and settled in our faith. And that comes through, I think, you know, really studying the word. And be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. 
who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is, I love this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. I'm going to read that again. Verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches. What is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles? Christ in you the hope of glory. Whom we preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. That we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. We're perfect in Christ. Lacking nothing. We're perfect in Christ. Lacking nothing y'all. Um, let's see here, the last verse of the chapter, whereinto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. So, a few things to sum it all up. Christ is all. You need no supplements. If you are in Christ, you receive God's fullness and have everything you need for living fully for him. Uh, Paul tells us to set um, our hearts on Christ, uh, abandon our formal, formal lives, and lasting growth comes from God alone. Um, so, let's see here. There was a few more things I wanted to bring out, um, but we will get into that next week. So, the plan is this, as follows. Um, we're going to go ahead and do a study, chapter by chapter study on the book of Colossians. So the next three weeks, um, so we'll do chapter two next week and then chapter three and then chapter four. Um, and then maybe by then I may have another guest come on, uh, the show, but we're going to spend the next probably four weeks of episodes, including this week, um, of episodes on the book of Colossians. And uh, I appreciate any comments. Um, get on the uh, YouTube channel. Uh, comment if you're watching on there. Comment if you're listening on Spotify. Get on the Grit and Grace podcast page. Send me a comment. And let me know um, if I said anything in error. Let me know if I encouraged you in any way. Um or if there's something else maybe that you'd like me to bring out next time. Until then, I just appreciate each and every one of you. Love God. Love each other. Um, trust Christ to be your all. Just trust Christ to be your all. You know, if he's our all, we don't need anything else from the world. He's our peace. He's our joy. He's our hope. His blood gives us the forgiveness of sins. He reconciled us to God the Father. We were alienated from him. We were not a people. As a matter of fact, we were under the sway of the devil, walking around in darkness. But he's delivered us, and we have an inheritance now. So not only we have forgiveness, remember, we have forgiveness of sins. We have peace with God. We have an inheritance in his kingdom. Amen.
amen and amen. And we are going to be presented to God faultless, blameless, and holy before his presence. Amen. That's a lot to be thankful for. That's a lot to be encouraged about today. Bless God. So until next time, I am Tonya with the Grit and Grace podcast. I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. Bye-bye.